0: You are Locked On Rockets, your daily Houston Rockets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: NBA free agency is less than a week away, and it's quite possible that the Rockets roster could be very different next season. But there's one thing we already know. With changes to four of the team's five primary uniforms, the team is certainly going to look different no matter what. To talk about it more, welcome in to a new episode and a new week here at Locked on Rockets, your podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. As always, I'm your host, Ben DuBose. Rockets correspondent with Sports Talk 790, the team's official radio flagship in Houston. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Twillery, where if you go to twillery.com slash locked on, you can use the promo code locked on for $25 off on their complete line of apparel. We're also sponsored by Gallery Furniture, where the Red Hot Summer Sale is now underway. Visit any Houston area Gallery Furniture location or go to galleryfurniture.com to take advantage of all the specials. In today's show, on this Monday, June 24th, we're going to turn our attention away from the free agency rumor mill just a little bit. If you want that, we've had plenty of Jimmy Butler talk in our last few shows. Just check out our archives. And I'm sure we'll get even more later this week as we get closer to the opt-in deadline on Saturday for players, and then the official start of free agency on Sunday afternoon. We'll also be looking at the summer league roster for the Rockets whenever that gets finalized over the next few days. For today, we're going to be discussing some confirmed news for a change, and that's the new uniforms that the Rockets will be wearing starting next season. The Rockets are keeping their black jerseys from last season, but changing everything else with three new uniforms that were released in a ceremony on draft night, and then a fourth that gets unveiled in November during the early part of the season. That's the city jersey. And in case you missed it, the Rockets also released a new secondary logo this month as well. If you want visuals as you're listening to this podcast, you can go to the official website at Rockets.com and you can find everything pretty easily. All of these concepts were years in the making, and with the NBA's biggest recruitment week, that's the start of free agency just a few days away, we should all know by now that the branding of the franchise absolutely has an impact. After all, there's definitely a reason that all of this was released in June. So to talk about how everything came together and what the plans are moving forward, we've got a new guest joining us for today's show. His name is Ken Shear, and he's the Senior Vice President of Marketing with the Rockets. He's been a part of the franchise for nearly 20 years. And as you might expect, based on his title, he was heavily involved in the development and the launch of all the new things that we've been discussing. So first things first, Ken, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Great, great, thanks for having me. Absolutely, it's been a, I assume, very busy uh, end of the season for you guys, because as much as you know, the basketball side, they're done. They're getting ready for free agency, the draft, the off season. You guys, because you've been rolling out the new logo, the uniforms, uh, branding, marketing. It's been uh, how long has this been in the works? Let's start there. Yeah, from uh,
0: for the for the uniforms, uh, we started having conversations about changing, about making some updates to the uniforms, about you know changing the uh, that that other logo. For almost immediately after the Fertitta's purchased the team. Um, okay. So we had a conversation very quickly, then we did some work on our side. And uh, with Nike, you know, the transition to Nike last year, they're changing out their program, so it also gives us an opportunity to, to start having those, those discussions um, and, and really get the ball rolling on it. What's the lead time with Nike that it requires to actually do this? Uh, for, for a full, uh, like a, a, a primary identity change, it's basically two years I mean you need mm-hmm. to start you, two years in advance of the rollout season you have to be starting that process because yeah. you need to be about a year and a half out um, final at a minimum the reality is right now we're already talking about uh, we're already talking about twenty one, twenty two, 22 wow. for some special <laughs> u- uniforms so, you know just pre- preliminary discussions but uh, they really really require um, some serious quality control lead time and, and design time this would be considered a secondary, right? So it moves a little bit quicker. Um, in theory, yeah. I mean, it all depends on how many changes you're making, in in and it relates to the what, what I'm referring to. Uh, they've got sort of, it's, it, they've got sort of a, and I, and I can't really reveal much of it, but they have a program in place that okay. that has some similarities across the the league. But then you have to, there's a process for, for yeah. You know, I think I think there'll be. Is it, is it right? And, does it make sense in 21, 22? They're celebrating 75 years. Um, I think that sounds right. Yeah, so there's some things with their 75th anniversary in the NBA that they're wanting to uh, they're wanting to celebrate, and it's going to tie through, through across the league through their. Um, I don't know whether it's their city or their earned. I don't remember which one it is. I think it's the earned jersey, which is that one that they you know where the teams that make the playoffs have them get that extra uniform. Yep. Um, there's a particular program, but you know, point being, they're asking for stuff on it. We're we're, we're having to re- respond to some questionnaires now to get it rolling yeah. that far in advance.
1: One of the things that everybody's been asking since the press release on Thursday night, uh, the classic jerseys, which everybody's enthusiastic about, it's listed as just a one-year deal. Is there any possibility that goes on beyond that? What's the uh, outlook beyond 2019, 2020? Well, the reason why we're able to do,
0: that's only a one-year deal because it's actually an exception. So the okay. NBA's at Nike are allowing us to do an exception to their standard you know, four uniforms okay. plus earned. Oh, this that's is, right. right? Yeah. So, um, the, the exception is that it's, we're celebrating it's 25 years so you're celebrating yeah. something and it's obviously it's, well, all we're doing is it's the same exact jersey in the, in the Nike um, in the Nike cut in the Nike material performance gear whatever you want to call it but uh, that that's the reason why we're able to do it it has to be one year now that being said we you know looking back over the last 15 years um, and then looking forward we're going to continue to have uniforms that uh that, that honor or celebrate
1: that that color scheme, mm. celebrate that time. So um, even if it's not exactly the same, you know the ketchup and mustard, the color scheme, the time. There's still ways that you can do that going forward. Even even if it's not exactly the same. Correct. correct. Okay. City jersey that comes out in November. That's yep. the fifth. I know you can't give away too many details at this point. But is this going to be something where I know y'all have said to this point that it's not going to be the Chinese thing again? Right. So is it something that ties more into I guess the city of Houston, the franchise history? Just explain a little bit of what's going into that. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it's an, it, it. It will tie to the city of Houston for sure, um, just like the you know when we the Chinese jersey, we basically you know we were never trying to you know, operate as though that's our city jersey. The city is part of the sure that's the and that's the Nike vernacular. And we wanted to continue with a heritage. We called it a heritage uniform. That's what it was before when it was Adidas, and so it wasn't as if we were trying to position that as a city jersey. But yes, we will be moving forward this year with a um, with a city specific uniform that celebrates the city of Houston. Uh, and then, and then I can also tell you, we are also we should we also are doing the same thing the following year. So twenty twenty one. We will also have a city-specific uniform that is not the same as the one that we're rolling out in 1920. Oh wow! Yeah, That's so cool. so because the, the, those are one-year uniforms as well, uh, so they're they're planned. That the plan is yeah. to, to roll them to rotate them on an annual basis, uh, and that is the intention. And I can promise you, uh, I expect a great response in this one, and I expect an incredible response in the following one. They're both super cool.
1: We'll get back into the show momentarily, but for now, I want to tell you guys about our friends and sponsors over at Gallery Furniture, where they're kicking off the summer with red-hot savings on select items during the red-hot summer sale. Stop by any convenient Houston-area gallery furniture location at 606 North Freeway, 7227 West Grand Parkway South, or 2411 Post Oak Boulevard to take advantage of 40 to 60% savings on Houston's best selection of solid wood, made-in-America furniture, name-brand mattresses, real top grain leather and upholstered living room styles, one-of-a-kind market samples, and so much more. Plus, you'll find Gallery Furniture's lowest prices ever on quality pieces for every room in your home, including sofas starting at $399, dining sets as low as $599, Sealy queen-size mattresses starting at $599, and more. Don't miss your chance to enjoy these incredible summer savings at Gallery Furniture. And as always, when you shop Gallery Furniture today, you can have your quality purchases delivered straight to your Houston area home within hours when you choose same-day delivery. You can also visit them at galleryfurniture.com. All right, jumping back into the program, this is Locked on Rockets. I'm Ben DuBose. Today we're joined by Ken Shear, Rockets Senior Vice President of Marketing, talking about the new secondary logo the new uniforms, everything that's been going on over the past week or so with the rollout on draft night. We talked in segment one about the origins, about the classic jerseys, the city jersey. One thing aside from the uniforms in particular, or the styles I should say, Ken, is the concept of black. That's something that's been introduced more aside from just the font changes, the overall jerseys. With your primary reds, you've got that black down the side. Of course, the branding with the secondary, that's the backdrop to the uh, the basketball behind it, right? hmm So, explain why, you know, you kept the black uniforms from last year. That's the only set that you're keeping the same. Explain why you guys are as optimistic as you are on uh, black with the color scheme and wanting to make that an even bigger deal moving forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it, it starts with the idea that, that it's, it happens to be a very popular, from a fashion perspective, it's a very popular mm-hmm. color. As soon as we, were, we, we knew that and, and we've been asking for it and wanting a black uniform, uh, black jersey for quite some time. When we finally were able to make it happen, you know, our projections were accurate in that we were selling them at about a three to one clip. Really? Um, versus everything else that we had. And so the, uh, the black uniforms were super popular, not only with our fans, but it was also our players' favorite. Uh, now there might be very, a lot of reasons for that. It might not, it, it wasn't necessarily cause it was just black cause when we did the red version this year of that, that became the most popular, but, but the, uh, but the black was just, it was, it it just was, was universally well received. And so, uh, you know, so, so that was a, it seemed like a, you know, no brainer. And then with the new, with new ownership, they, they like black and they, they like to listen to the fans and like to see what, you know, they want to deliver what people like. And, um. And I, it was obvious that that was, uh, that that was getting positive response. So it, it was it was a no-brainer to incorporate it more.
1: What's the response been like from the uh, players? I'm sure their feedback's been a part of this. By the way, how many back-and-forths since this whole thing started? Since Tillman bought the team, that was fall of 2017, right? Yeah. When he took over. Back-and-forth, ballpark. How many ideas have you had between you know yourself, your designers, Nike, the NBA? What's the process with, like? With uh,
0: So, oh man, it was probably... If, if I said it was somewhere in the order of 50 to 100 emails maybe <laughs> yeah. going in each direction it's probably about right I mean I, you know there was initial conversation with, with 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 Tillman and Patrick and and to discuss you know what did, what they were interested in what things mm-hmm. they liked present a few different options and then come back and then go to you know discuss it with Nike uh, and with the NBA and say here's here's the general thinking and then let them come back with a bunch of different options and mm. think, what do you think about this? And then we tweak it and, and that was that was the process. And so that, that took quite a bit of time. Um, but, you know, it was it a was fairly, clean, fairly clean process, though, I would say.
1: Yeah. Um, as far as the players, I'm sure once you're bouncing it off Nike, the league, the process internally, I'm sure you're sharing these designs with them at some point. What's their reaction been like? Uh, great.
0: You know, and, and again, they, because there's a lot of Similarities between where we ended up with, with you know, with that black and the mm-hmm. rotation uniform that we have the last couple of years because that font is really the, the one of the major changes. Um, they loved that, so okay. that was in you know it was an easy transition yep. for us. And so, yeah, the, the, we didn't we don't show we didn't show them anything until
1: we had a prototype. Okay. But once we had a prototype, then yeah, of course, then and, and James and Chris were able to, to see it. What is the font change? I know it doesn't even have a name. Just explain kind of how you went from what you had a year ago to what you're going to roll with moving forward. Yeah,
0: I mean, so uh, I would probably have to ask for our creative director to be more technical. I'm not going to be able to give you the technical. <laughs> Just generally, what are you
1: looking for? But
0: we went from which let's call it, let's call it Gothic. Okay. Um, it gothic. Some people felt that had a very Asian kind of uh, okay. appeal to it. The older ones, very straight across yeah. um, the Houston and the Rockets. Um, it was an awkward font, to be quite frank to, to work with, uh, and and difficult because it know, it, 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 obviously it was custom, um, and uh, and so we transitioned from that to what is a a bolder, cleaner look okay. um, that can be arched, uh, has a little bit more flexibility, but it's also a custom font. Um, to me, it's easier to read, uh, and uh, you know, I, I think it I think it's more relevant um, and bigger and, and broader than which is more representative of of Houston and more representative of, of basketball than, 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 where we're, than where we're coming from.
1: You mentioned showing it to James and Chris, and I'm sure the branding, I'm sure it'll be featured when next week, Daryl and the basketball ops staff, they'll have their free agency meetings. It's a big recruitment week. Just generally speaking, how big of a deal is this, the branding, the marketing, the logos, the jerseys, when you're trying to recruit at the highest level? Is this something that players care about?
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that they they care about what they wear, what they're going to wear, and they certainly mm. it's certainly relevant to them. Is it the uh, is it the, the the number one
1: thing? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's ever picked a franchise yeah, because of I the don't, jersey. I yeah. don't think so. I mean, you like the hope
0: that you know. I mean, you know, I, there are there were certain players, I'm sure, that have been uh, that are maybe that have maybe been grown up in the area that that have posted things of when they were kids in yeah. old mm-hmm. uniforms and. And so, you know, there are probably fun ways you can take advantage of that. And those are things that, you know, that may, may be irrelevant to them. Um, but but I, don't think, uh, but I don't think that there's, it, I, again, I, I can't really speak for them, but I can imagine that for any of these guys, um, the uniform is going to be tops on their list. Uh, but look, I mean, they are, look, they're fashionable guys, generally speaking, and they like to look good. They like the, they're very conscious about their wearing. And so, um, you know, and so, so I do think that they care.
1: Will the city jersey be an upgrade from uh, what James has been wearing this weekend in China? <laughs> Did you see the Jonathan Fagan tweet in which he says, that the new city jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, I, I hope so. It'll be more Houston-based I, than that? Yes, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> we'll finish up our show in just a few moments, but for now I want to tell you guys a little bit about our friends and partners over at Twillery. Because with Twillery, smart casual just got smarter and cheaper. Schwillerie is built on a century-old family manufacturing business, they make millions of shirts a year for leading brands, and they leverage those contacts and their team's technical know-how to keep costs down while maintaining high standards in quality and craftsmanship. Their view is that shirts shouldn't wrinkle, itch, or sweat. Because it's 2019, these guys know that shirts are a commodity, and they make stocking up your closet as simple as restocking beer in your fridge. Easy, affordable, and the perfect fit, Guaranteed. They offer non-iron, untuckable, and performance stretch shirts, and with free shipping and returns, you can try on some twills risk-free. After all, feeling is believing. Twillery brings performance work shirts to the next level with four-way stretch material that shuts down wrinkles, stops sweat, and keeps you looking and feeling cool. Best of all, it's the top value in smart workwear. With the shop and bundle model, you all have access to shirts that competitors are selling for $100 and up for as low as $55 per shirt. Grab yourself some today at twillery.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for $25 off. They've even got a limited time Father's Day special where you can enjoy a free set of bottle opener collar stays with your purchase. That's all from our friends over at Twillery who you can visit at twillery.com slash locked on. That's T-W-I-L-L-O-R-Y and don't forget to use that promo code locked on for an extra $25 off on anything in their complete line of apparel. All right, finishing up our conversation today with Ken Shear, Senior Vice President of Marketing here at the Rockets. This is Locked on Rockets, your podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. As always, I'm your host, Ben DuBose. Ken, we talked earlier about Tillman Fertita, the Fertita family. Obviously, they bought the team. That went official in October 2017, right? And that's when he officially took the reins. And really, pretty much ever since then is when they've at least been talking conceptually about this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, to back it up a little bit, What's it like as someone, you've been here 18, 19 years, how long? Uh, I think that's, I think 18 is right, yeah. Okay, so about the first 15 years you work for Les Alexander. Mm-hmm. What's different for fans listening that, you know, obviously the life cycle of an owner is much longer, usually, than a player. You know, they're judged in terms of by 20, 30 years rather than a player whose prime is probably like five. So Tillman, even though it's been nearly two years, it's in the relative infancy cycle for fans a lot of people i don't know if they don't like him i think that there's just some apprehension anytime there's change less has been here so long as someone obviously upper executive in the organization you deal with him a lot just explain what it's like working for uh, tillman and if there's anything particularly different now compared to the less alexander days yeah i mean well it is very different
0: and they are the obvious difference is that they're very present much mm-hmm. more so right i mean they tillman uh it, you know he's a Houstonian he's been here forever and, and his family was raised here and and uh, and I think that uh, you know that in and of itself is a major difference you know he's at every game with yep. his, you know in, and with his family Patrick specifically um, who of the kids have been most involved from my perspective mm-hmm. and that's who I deal with quite a bit um, but he's a fantastic guy to, to, to work with and and uh, and so you know they 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 came in and and you know, I think there's always apprehension, but at least in my perspective, they didn't want to make they're not looking to make changes just like this. They weren't looking to make changes to the uniform of the logo for the sake of making changes. They were looking at at at, at listening to people, listening to us, listening to the fans, and doing upgrades that would make things better, right? Um, and from my perspective, that's been great. I mean the opportunity to change out to do the things that we did, tweaking the logo to make it to me, um, more functional, more usable, uh, and then freshening up and cleaning up the unit, the base uniforms, doing a city, uh, a city uniform. I mean, those are things that I think the fans are going to respond really well to. Um, and that's, that's been a, that's been huge for us. Um, so, you know, I think that, that that's, that's really a core difference. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and I think it's great. It's going to be great moving forward.
1: He strikes me as someone that clearly is around a lot, but he also, you know, there's the new uniforms, there's the 767 reports, those types of things. Obviously he's able to see this stuff on a day-to-day basis much more than Les is, but I think one of the striking differences between the perception and the reality, with him being so young, and of course there's the luxury tax discussions, everything like that, you know, there are narratives from people that are afraid about, oh, you know, is the guy being. Too cheap. As someone that's here a lot, he seems like he's a pretty proactive investor in regards to not just the product on the floor, but within the organization as a whole. I mean, he's put a decent bit of money behind these initiatives, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know,
0: it's uh, like he's got a lot of things going on. That, that I can promise you, he's most, yeah, he's the busiest person I think I've ever I've ever known, um, and is involved in a lot of things, and yet still is able to focus quite a bit. It seems like on um, on on this part of his you know portfolio. Yeah. Um, and this is a legacy thing with him too, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. this is different. I mean, this is a family play. This is a, he's been a Rockets fan his whole life. His family, mm-hmm. you know, it's, obviously, uh, as, as he has said, this is a huge part of, they, they, they got together and made the decision to do this. And, and, um, so yeah, no, it's, it is a, I think the the, uh, the, the reports that, that, or any idea that he's not willing to, um, if he's been unwilling to spend or whatever it is. I mean, that, that's that's just garbage. Um, it's, uh, we, he hasn't really, and, and, you know, I think unfairly the idea that we've been making lots of changes either for, again, for change sake, I mean, that's right. just not true. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, there's been, it's it's generally from, from my part, um, and I think from a lot of people's part, it's, it's just been a, it's been a, it's been a very positive I don't want to say upgrade, that's not necessarily fair. <laughs> yeah. But I um, want to say change. Change, yeah. yeah. And so um, and, and that's and that's uh, yeah, that's the truth.
1: Last question. Obviously, secondary logo, jerseys, that's the big things as far as the off season. I'm guessing the next week, you've already put together, you know, promo materials that they might use in free agency, that kind of stuff, as far as just I'm guessing general talking points, the logos, all that kind of stuff, right? What's new for the rest of the off season? Is there anything else branding wise that's going to change by next year? No, um,
0: but you know, yeah, you're. Ch- you're saying like, I think, I think one of the one of the common uh, misnomers is, uh, you know, when I when I tell somebody what I do, there was, oh, what are you doing in the off season? You must have a long, you know, good long <laughs> time off, and and that's just not accurate. I mean, anyone who's it, for me, actually, it gets probably busier once the season ends, depending on when the season ends. In an ideal world, it's super busy because we make it really deep into June and yeah. then we don't have that much time to do the rest of the stuff we have to do. But yeah, our fiscal year is July 1 to July 1. So we have budgets and new yeah. business. We've got personnel um, conversations and reviews yeah. and all those kinds of things you need to do. And then you mentioned free agency. My you know, creative team does a lot in working with Daryl and his group yeah. about trying to get them the stuff, the materials that they need um, to do all of the, to do the free agency pitches. And so that's, that takes up quite a bit of time, obviously. Then you're rolling into July. Um, and then you know our schedule comes out end of July, beginning of August, uh, yep. and then prior to that, actually in the in the month of July, we start doing all of our auditions and, and for, for all of entertainment groups, we make decisions to to, as it as relates to that. Then you got so, the promo schedule, that kind of stuff. So all that stuff, yeah. Once the schedule comes out, then it's then
1: it's filled. Yeah. So, See, that's what that's what I expect because like as someone that you know works in the NBA, and I've got this daily show. The only time. That it's not busy is honestly, I would say, from about the third week of July, once free agency gets to a crawl, up until you know now. It's just about the third week of September because training camps earlier than ever because you want the season to spread out more so that you don't have as much of a exactly. tight schedule for the players. But really, the only time for those of us in the media that's quiet is those two months before training camp. But then for you guys, that's when you've got the schedule, so With you've got to you the, know the the uh, NBA team marketing and sales the ones that took the biggest hit by the
0: uh, by the the lengthening of yeah. the schedule or the shortening of your off season, because we don't get this. We haven't gotten We're not getting the schedule any early than we used to, but it's right. starting earlier than we yep. used to
1: be. Yep. And you and got preseason so, games that start, and, I mean, end of September, early October. Preseason or no? games start so
0: early. And so, yep. and media days around then, as yep. you know, and so like media days in September, we don't get the schedule most of the time until the first week in August. We barely have any time to really knock yep. this thing off. I was speaking to my counterpart at the Astros the other day, and she already has a schedule for next year. Yep. It will be. Yep. So, we, uh, it's for, from a, it's from way a, from more formulating Yes, yep. yes. So, uh, which is fine. I mean, it's it, you know, it's it's not it's not that difficult of a thing for us to to um, to make it happen. But it it does. I mean, there are things that require long lead time that uh, that you like yep. you wish you could have a bit more time to, to to work out.
1: Folks, he's Ken Shear. Ken, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Look forward to talking to you again. Absolutely, thank you. So that will about do it for tonight's show on Monday, June 24th here at Lockdown Rockets. Special thanks to Ken Shear, Rockets Senior VP of Marketing, for having me in his office at Toyota Center to talk face-to-face about the new uniforms, working with Tolman Fertitta. I hope you guys learned a lot because this was a really fun interview. With that said, I understand it wasn't too basketball-heavy, but guess what? We've been very basketball-heavy of late in regards to the Jimmy Butler rumors, everything else going on with the Rockets in terms of free agency, potential trades, summer league roster, which should be finalized over the coming days. Lots to discuss, so if you want more basketball talk, of course, check out our archives, but also please stay tuned because we'll have more shows in the days ahead as we get closer to free agency and figuring out who's actually going to wear these new Rockets jerseys in the 2019-2020 NBA season. Saturday is the deadline for player options for guys like Jimmy Butler who need to either opt in to the final year of their existing deal or opt out and become free agents. So by then at the latest, we'll hear what his intentions are. If you're Still holding out hope for an opt-in and trade. We looked at some of the mechanisms, both an opt-in and trade and a sign-in trade, in our most recent episode on Saturday. Well, Saturday this coming is when we'll learn which direction Jimmy takes at the latest. And then Sunday afternoon is when free agency actually begins, I believe, at 5 p.m. Houston time. So, of course, we'll have full coverage here at Locked on Rockets. Very basketball-centric in the days ahead, because that's what we do here as the most regular podcast covering Houston Rockets basketball. But if you want more content before our next show, whenever that is, there are, of course, many other ways to get that as well. First and foremost is Twitter, where I'm on there at Ben DuBose, and the show is on there at Rockets. But beyond that, we've got a website at LockedOnRockets.com, a Facebook account at Facebook.com slash LockedOnRockets, an email address, LockedOnRockets at gmail.com. All of those are ways that you can access prior episodes, or you can ask me questions about the team, make suggestions for the show, those types of things. And before we go, I do want to once again thank and acknowledge our great sponsors and keep in mind that if you support these guys, you're also helping us grow here at Locked on Rockets as the most regular podcast covering Houston Rockets basketball. One of those sponsors, of course, is Gallery Furniture, where the Red Hot Summer Sale is now in full swing. Visit any Houston area gallery furniture location or go to galleryfurniture.com to take advantage of all the specials. You can also support our friends over at Twillery, where if you go to twillery.com slash locked on, You can use the promo code LOCKEDON for $25 off on their complete line of apparel. In addition to supporting our sponsors, please remember that to get this show every day, you can and should subscribe to Locked On Rockets on Himalaya's new podcast app. In this ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlist and new features each and every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked On Rockets. Of course, you can also listen and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a whole lot more and I encourage you to do so and to leave five-star reviews wherever you can. And when you get in your car or you go to the gym, you can even tell your smart device to play podcast Lockdown Rockets and listen to our most recent episodes that way as well. Once again, I'm Ben DuBose. Thanks to all of you for listening. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ben DuBose. And please come back soon for more episodes right here at Lockdown Rockets, your podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball.